This is the Dave and Shecky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Doom. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Shecky Show. Show. We're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Shecky Show. Uh, hello, uh, 911. Mm. Uh, this is Pedro Guerrero. Oh. I've been doing coke all night with OJ's wife. Oh, shit. Thank you. Okay. Uh, welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 37. 37 of the Middle Age Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast featuring your pals, Manny Mota. Ota. Ota. I see. Ota. And whoever else is in the house. Okay. Well, he's after Manny Mota. Ota. Ota. It doesn't really matter. Okay. Uh, but it could be Mookie Wilson. All right. Manny and Mookie show. Talking all things not baseball. All right. That's uh, the Mandy and Mookie show. Mandy? What am I, Mandy Patinkin? I'm on Broadway. Know. Look at me. I'm a Jew on Broadway. Okay. What a fucking unique experience. All right. Anywho, is this, this is mine, I think. Where's yours, Cough? I'm a boy named Sue. Oh. Mandy Patinkin. Let's see. Manny Moto. Mota. Mota. I'm Manny Motu. I, I like to record stuff back in the 90s. Okay. Uh, so it's uh, Manny and Mookie, and which one do I get to be? Uh, you'd better be Manny. Why? I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Well, apparently there's some deep, dark secrets in Mookie's past that may, we may entertain on another episode. Um, but for today, today's episode is all about Brian Singer. Oh, that's fun. An open secret. That's fun. Open way. Oh, open secret. I thought there was an inconvenient truth. No. Well, that, this, this movie should be called An Inconvenient Truth, and Al Gore's movie should be An Open Secret. Well, Al Gore's movie... Uh, Actually, it should be called An Open Gore, should, like Open Sewer. All right. Huh? Al Gore's movie, uh, 12 years later, has proven to be completely false. Wait, wait, wait. What 12? Wait, this is, we, this is, they didn't say 12 years later. They said 12 years. Just like uh, that uh, Acacia Cortez. It's going only 12 years. You know, 12 years starts now. It didn't start then. It starts now. Oh, I see. Well, it's she's out now. of her mind. And if you voted for her and like her, you deserve her. Um Tipper Gore was a Democrat. Okay, that's yeah. all I gotta say. Well, there you go. I'm tired much as for better or worse. That's when you. I think in the 80s is that the era. The 90s is when you started to realize. Wait, the Democrats are not right here. You know the uh, the the Tipper Gore thing was just that was like insane. a Tipper Gore of the iceberg. Yeah, that was insane. The PMRC, um, the government. Not allowing you to hear certain, uh, wanting you to hear lyrics. 
Yeah. If I want an album cover with a uh, chainsaw coming out of someone's crotch, that's my right. Yeah, but you know what? I think I think that she was actually targeting mostly black people. She was targeting rap. And that was a, an early indication of how the Democrats think that oh. the black people need to be controlled. Well, it's not that. It's just a, if it gets into the suburbs, everything goes crazy. You, got, you clay, can't, have that, can't have the white kids appreciating rap. I mean, you can appreciate rap for whatever the elements are, but they, uh, she was that certainly targeting beat. them. No, I was, I, I was strictly enjoying it for the comedic reasons. I uh, like rap music for the uh, sound, uh, the drum sounding like an adding machine. That's a great effect. Uh, and I, then I like how it uh, drifts over, and I like how you know, country music uses that same effect. That's great. I like classic lines like, these nuts. I hate sarcasm. You do? Okay, maybe you're <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so Brian Singer and Open Secret and just Hollywood pedophilia in general. Um, we watched an Open Secret for the first time a couple years ago. Um, somebody hipped us to it and we, we watched a version of it on YouTube. The full and complete version, however, is on Vimeo. Vimeo! Uh, and that is the one we watched yesterday. And this is a documentary that, um, at first got a ton of great reviews. Um, but in the end... Uh, people didn't want to, um, I guess, distribute it. They could. It was. They had a hard time because of what it reveals. And one of the things it reveals, a few years ago, is that Brian Singer is a, a fucking predator of young boys. That's most likely true. No, it's it's <clears throat> it's true. The Atlantic, uh, two days ago, just put out a 30-page long-form, old-school, journalistic piece on uh, Brian Singer. And they had, I don't know if you knew this, uh, Dave, but they had initially been working for Esquire on this article, and um, they had it vetted, and uh, completely vetted. And it was ready to go, and Esquire got a call from somebody. They killed the story. And they killed the story. Just like the detective in the movie. They killed his story. Detective. Oh, yes, exactly. That guy who uh, reminded me a lot of some sort of uh, New York stand-up from 1955. He, uh, I forget his name, we'll we'll find out his name. I think his name was Henny Youngman. Anyway, um, so then those two... uh, Journalists went to the Atlantic. The Atlantic revetted the story. What the hell's the Atlantic? The Atlantic is another, uh, you know. That sounds uh, reputable. They are actually. They are fairly reputable. They are not a right wing, though. They are not right leaning. The people who the the young lady who um, directed and made this movie, Amy Berg, is a left wing liberal, but. Um, with a name like that, what a surprise! Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It, what uh, what does Snopes have to say? <laughs> Snopes. But anyway, right right leaning or left leaning, it shouldn't matter in this particular instance. Yet, uh, you know, the left wing liberals couldn't wait to come out and say terrible things about these children who wore MAGA hats 
and were accosted by uh, the black Israelites and this person who pretends that he was in the Vietnam War, yet the, the celebrities come running out to say, oh, you should dox them, you should punish them, you should do this, Where? you should do that. <clears throat> but, you know, the Brian Singer story breaks, and I, I don't know that there was any liberal celebrity who came out and offered any sort of commentary. So kids wearing MAGA hats, worst thing in the world, Brian Singer abusing and uh, being a predator of small boys, uh, got nothing to say. So that is the state of Hollywood. That is the state of your left-wing celebrity uh, liberals. And if you find them to be your heroes, you are a fucked up individual. Go ahead, David. Uh, I got nothing to say. Well, you were chomping at the bit to interrupt me. Just chomp at that bit. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so they had nothing to say. The Kathy Griffins, the Sarah Silvermans. Hey, take it ish. The, what? I don't know. Why are you defending assholes? I'm not defending anybody. I'm just going, hey, take it ish. Uh, well, this is, a, this is something that really annoys me. Here's um, what I'm saying. Yes. Michael Rappaport mm-hmm. is kind of a turd burglar. Ra- Michael Rappaport is kind of a turd burglar. Yeah. Uh, why are you saying that? Because he came out with uh, he came out. It's like he's trying to imitate uh, Robert De Niro or something. What did he say? He said, "Those shit stained kids." He said something like that. He's like, "You mega head wearing sons of you know." Okay, and then what did he say about what did he say about Brian Singer? I'm so interested. Oh, he don't say nothing. Brian Singer. Oh, okay. Michael. He don't say anything about brackets or either. The last thing I saw Michael Rappaport in that was at all entertaining was a celebrity ghost story, and I could tell he made the whole thing up. So. Him and make him think him up him. Yeah. So yeah, just like that guy and his Vietnam career. Oh, I don't know. That him up him. Um, Uh, Vietnam Vietnam. Him, not so much. Um, cry him, sight him, wrote him, so, trash him, put him. <clears throat> All right. Anyway, uh, An Open Secret is a very well done documentary. Um, came out uh, maybe three or four years ago. Three I got to tell you, I didn't like the documentary. You did not like the documentary. Nope. All right. Why did you not like it? Did because it? they bored me with all this melodrama. I don't need to know about your kid ODing. I don't need to know about your Jesus Christ freeing. I just want to know the facts. The facts are that when you, when these children are, are abused by these adult men who are taking advantage of them, their lives all turn to shit. Every one of them, and that is why they show them. That is why the ODs, the suicides, the uh, the I get it. Nowhere in life. Yeah, it's too much, but it, they, they need to hit that shit home. Yeah. It's not okay. Well, I didn't say it was okay. It just bored me. Well, I'm sorry you were bored by these people who were victims of these terrible uh, men. I am too. I'm sorry that I was too. I was not bored by it. I, I, th- I thought it was a very good documentary. I feel like those kids are... Th- there's a pattern. There's a pattern with child stars. <clears throat> and we just, uh, you know, you kind of assume it's bad parenting or uh, I don't know what you assume. You know, Dana Plato, a great example of a child star, Aaron Moran. You know, what happens to them? And I feel like they are uh, preyed upon uh, a lot. 
and it ends in them. I mean, Todd Bridges is in this documentary and it ends in them taking so many drugs, just trying to numb that feeling that comes up in their brain when you uh, have a, a memory flashback. You know, I'll just be making food or sitting at my computer and I'll have a flashback memory of something terrible that happened. And the, they just, it happens to everybody. It's never the, the best memory. You have to really kind of dig in and, and find those, but something will just like hit you out of nowhere and you'll be like, ah, shit, that was a shitty time. That's the thing. It does happen to everybody. That's why it bores me to see it on, on the screen. I know it happens. I, I understand. Yeah. I get the point. I don't need you to drive it home like that. Yeah, but... It I, happens to everybody. These, right. But these, the, the what caused those things to these poor children were these predator males, predatory males in the Hollywood industry. I got that point, and I think the documentary could have been a good half hour shorter. Okay. I mean, I I, I don't know what to tell you. There's nothing to tell me. I just was bored with it, and I understand what was going on with it. I don't don't need all that close-up drama to get the point. Well, that's fine. Then all you needed was was the article. I think Amy Berg is the problem. Why do you think Amy Burke? Because she's a liberal? No, no, because she just doesn't know how to direct the film properly without her fucking melodrama getting in the way with it. She wants to, she wants to win an award more than get a predator. I don't believe that to be true. I think right. she, you know, as someone who has made a documentary myself, you go about uh, trying to, you have something in your head of what you want it to look like. But when you interview these people who are not celebrities, who are not stars, who are not used to being interviewed, sometimes you get uh, you get these moments that kind of um, change the direction or just ch- change uh, a little bit from what you wanted to do because it's so compelling. Um, I, so I kind of I get that. I, I, I get that. So I, I feel like she did a great job, uh, left leaning or no. Um, I I think it was well shot and, uh, the audio was great. There's only one issue that I found. It's with some weird title situation that they have a title that is just errantly on top of, uh, somebody. They just, it should have been deleted from the timeline, but I don't like the, uh, gloomy music either. Well, I mean, you get the music you can afford, right? I can afford no music could be better. Yeah. All right. Well, that's fine. I didn't. I. You know what? I wasn't even paying attention to that. I, they had. They interview. I guess it's five or six uh, young still- men at this point, but at at then they were, you know, fifteen, sixteen, and they go through their stories, and it's it's quite clear that. Uh, that they all shared these experiences from these same group of men. And this group of men started a digital entertainment network, DEN, uh, Mark Collins, Rector, um, Brock Pierce. Is it DEN or VEN? DEN, digital. I thought it was video. Digital entertainment network. All right. Uh, and they uh, they were basically made a television station for the internet. But what happened was that uh, all of their shows were starring young boys 
that basically uh, they would abuse. They would bring them to their mansion. They would film these shows at that mansion, um, oftentimes getting them to be naked, whether it's in the hot tub or during their audition process. There was, uh, it was very odd. And uh, I guess boys being boys back then didn't really know that that was wrong. And they didn't want to say anything, though they some did. They knew it was wrong. That's ridiculous. Some they knew. You think they all knew? <clears throat> yeah, they know what's right and wrong. Well, my my feeling is, is that these guys were uh, the... Pierce, um, Chad Shackley, and uh, Rector Collins. Rector almost killed him. Were very good, or and Springer uh, were very good at picking out young gay boys. Like they could tell who was gay. Greg is not an alien. That's all I can tell you. So what I'm saying is, is that when they were they were focusing on gay kids. And so gay kids uh, at that age may already have these feelings that they're not quite sure of. And so when they're preyed upon by these older men, then it, it, it's a different experience than when you're like, they knew. Because, yeah, the straight kids kind of knew. The, the straight kids were like, were the ones who were like, uh, this isn't right. That kid, exactly. that kid Joey or that other kid. Um, the kid, the best guy in the movie. You loved Joey Coleman. That guy's the only guy who had his fucking wits about him. I liked the guy that moved to Florida, too. Um, He was a soy boy. I don't know about that. I don't know that that matters. Uh, He had no balls. Okay. He's trying to be a rapper. He can't even rap. He wasn't trying to. He was doing free flow right there on the spot with the guy. It was kind of funny. He he did his best. It was fun. He had fun, and he. Uh, he's a drifter. He's a wayward drifter. He's he is uh, he has a girlfriend, and he <clears throat> is doing his best to uh, move past all of this bullshit. But For him. you are kind of right where they should have known. But the thing is, is that because they preyed primarily on kids they assumed were gay or thought were gay or you know. Maybe them all being gay had, you know, uh, youth gaydar or something. I don't know. But I think they used that as a way to um, to further confuse the young kids. Like, oh, no, this is perfectly fine. So uh, the straight kids did kind of, they were like, wait, no, this, I don't, mm-mm. And if they, a powerful, uh-huh. powerful older woman mm-hmm. did that to me who was trying to manage me, uh-huh. I don't think I would have complained. What if she was ugly? Uh, I think I could have worked with that. Okay. Well, I feel like you're trying to be funny. I'm not. I'm just saying. I, I, I think straight kids would have handled it better. And the gay kids are lost. They just have a lack of ability to reason. No, that's not the problem. Their problem is that they already feel different at that age. And they're not sure of what the issue is or they're afraid to tell anybody and then this then this older person in their life kind of says oh this is what you do this is okay it's bad parenting well i i would feel like some of these kids probably didn't even want to tell their parents they were gay the parents shouldn't have let them do this in the first place well now let your kid become a model 
this is the thing. At this point, I think parents, because of uh, this movie, because of the things that are coming out uh, from Hollywood now, the pedophilia bullshit, I'm hoping that parents are way better about this shit. It's um, up to me. There'd be no kids in movies. I no don't, kids in the entertainment industry until you're over 18. End of story. Yeah. We can live with that. I mean, there are enough people out there that are 18 and over who can play younger. Yes, let's just mal- malnourish some teen- some older girls and they can look young. No, but like uh, Veronica Mars was, you know, she was like 27 and she was playing 17 or 18. So it, exactly. those people are available and out there and very good. Um because the industry cannot be trusted. I mean, we did one of our conspiracies uh, shows about little Heather Rourke, who was completely abused by these fucking uh, animals out there. And I feel like, I mean, there's a famous picture, I think, of Brian Singer or Kevin Spacey at a Brian Singer party with boys all over him. Uh, you can just like Google aliens. it. Well, the weird thing is that Mark Collins Rector, Mark Rector Collins, Collins Rector, uh, he looks almost exactly like Brian Singer. Yeah, and he it's looks like that weird. Uh, that Burke kid, too, whatever his name was, the younger kid. Brock Pierce. Brock Pierce. Boom. Well, that's a Nazi youth if i ever seen one. Well, he was an actor and... Uh, Acting like a Nazi. He was... Uh, he was complicit. He was complicit, but he... Look, he was there to, to bring the kids in and make them feel like it was cool. Yeah, yeah. And they gave him a lot of money. They gave him uh, like a part ownership in Den, which was, uh, I the, honestly, f- for me, I would look at the large investors in Den and... and uh, the well, invest- didn't Brian Singer invest like 50 grand at least? He was a, yes. This was uh, right after, I think, Usual Suspects. Often, often seen at the pool parties? Yeah, no. He was there at the parties. He was he was a kind regular... Kind of a lunatic is at those parties in the first place. Well, that's what I'm saying. I would look into the top-tier investors in Den, because those are the ones that are going to be at that party, um, for the most part. There might be... Uh, they had a movie theater where only kids were allowed in, with a male security guard outside of it. Where they showed Keeping them adults out, out of it. And no adults allowed inside when the kids are having candy and popcorn watching pornography? Yeah. That sounds kosher. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I he mean, should direct the next X-Men. He hopefully won't direct anything ever again. I was doing, for a little while, I was doing a podcast with these other two people. And uh, one of the things they wanted us to watch, you know, to, to talk about was uh, this... Suicide Squad. FX uh, show. Um I forget what it was called. But as soon as I was like, I said, Brian Singer's name was in the credits. And I was, I was like, guys, I can't, I don't want to watch something that this guy does. And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, just as if I was in Rhapsody. As if I, yeah. People still hire this motherfucker. This is the problem. Stop it. They're, this is why you cannot trust Hollywood. Anything they say to you, do you think he's the only one? No, that's, that's the other they, thing. That's why they hire him. That's what. That's the other thing. There is no way he's the only one. Um, I was listening to uh, so Gabe Hoffman, one of the producers for the Open Secret documentary. He sounds like he's one of them. 
he was on with uh, Alex Jones uh, the other day when this shit was all breaking. And uh, he had this to say. It's a very vampiric thing where you take sex, it's a loving thing between adults, whether it be you know, men and women or whatever, and you turn it into some type of force thing. I think this is just the basis of, 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 of evil in our culture. You're totally correct, and, and the rabbit hole goes really deep. Something else that we exposed with the help of, you know, brave Brett S. is there are organized networks in Hollywood. For example, there's a, a you know criminal named Brett Schulte. He's not famous. Uh, he has you know uh, drugged and and raped Brett S. And he is the procurer of young boys, not only for Hollywood director Brian Singer, but also- By the way, I'm not interrupting you, but it goes back to Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is an allegory for life. You have Renfields that, 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 that aren't raping the kids, but they're supplying them. Right, or they're supplying and raping. And so uh, the famous Hollywood director, Gus Van Zant also uses the same procurer as does the famous Hollywood comedian Andy Dick and others. Or Roman Polanski gets standing ovations when he admits he, ra he drug and rape little girls. Absolutely. And Meryl Streep, you know, uh, d defends him even to, the, to this day. So. Hold on a second. Yeah. Roman Polanski does not fit the, uh, he doesn't fit the uh, type. That's not, that's incorrect. The type is. Now, they, just, they just said that Roman Polanski has raped little girls. Mm -hmm. How many did he rape? Probably many, I would uh, say. Probably he's been uh, convicted of one. There's been not any other who has ever said anything about him. Dave, when you are a predator, you don't just say, hey, I'm going to dabble in that's this That's what once. I'm saying. Maybe he wasn't a predator. Maybe that just happened. And, you know, he's... Maybe that just happened. Maybe he, that just happened that he arranged with Jack Nicholson to use his apartment. So And he just happened to have what drugs to give to this girl. I don't know what happened there. Please. I'm just saying if it happened more than once, we would have heard about it. I don't know that that's true. Accusations. I don't know that that's true. You're there, No. The, the 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 archetype or whatever you want to call it is a gay Jewish man, not Roman Polanski. No, I don't believe that. I believe the 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 typical predator is a uh, just wants children. So yeah, a gay Jew. Okay. Well, Polanski uh, you know who else is, is part of Jew, it? So. Judd Apatow. All right. Anyway, so what uh, this guy Gabe Hoffman was saying. He brings up this gentleman, Brett Schulte, who is a procurer for the for the Hollywood elite. And he just names him. And I think Alex Jones purposely just bowls over it because he doesn't want to get sued because this guy just named somebody. But uh, I looked up Brett Schulte and sure enough, all of his social media shit is down. And uh, what I was able to find out from... Uh, the internet search I did do is that he is 50-ish LA area. He is involved in computers and also involved in social media. Yeah. Procuring talent is what is what he claims. Uh, so another guy opened up a computer repair shop who worked at Den. Yeah, so I'm very interested in what happens with this guy. No, he's not famous, but he's about to be. Clearly, he, he has taken down all of his shit. Mm. Um, he had a Foursquare account. He had a Tumblr account. He had a Flickr account. All, all his Twitter account down, 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 down. So um, they're coming for you next, Brett. And I'm fucking happy for it, you piece of shit. Uh, I, am, I have a real problem with children being abused uh, 
I would hope everyone does, but clearly uh, the Brian Singer thing was overtaken today on Twitter as the most important thing by the arrest of Roger Stone, which uh, has nothing to do with anybody, really. It's But Brian Singer gone. So They arrested Roger Stone essentially for making false statements, but underneath that they also said that he... He kind of, uh, how do you arrest someone for passing on information? It's an excuse. It, he, it'll be tossed like if, out. Like if someone said, uh, oh, WikiLeaks did this, and he said, oh, WikiLeaks did that. That's what they said he's guilty of, like yeah. telling someone that WikiLeaks has information. Right. It's, it's, That's insanity. It, Dave, they're they're just, not, they don't care about the information that WikiLeaks has. They just care that someone possibly has a knowledge of it. They want. They just want an excuse to make it look like he did something. It will go away. I know what it will do. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. But I'm saying is that 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 seems to be the thing that the left wing wants to really be enraged by is Roger Stone when Brian Singer, one of their own, uh, predator, rapist, thirty uh, page article. Uh, so well vetted that it's absolutely everything is true. Also, Gabe Hoffman in that same interview with Alex Jones said that they were never sued at all for their open secret uh, documentary. Never. So that tells you that everything is true. Because if if you sue, then what you're saying is, I'm suing and I'm ready to go to court with this to hear all the evidence aired out in front of anybody. And um, that's when, why those conversations were permitted that were recorded. Yeah, no one sued because <laughs> those are because the, it's all true. So it, it's. It, I don't like that guy with the bad jumpsuit. The guy with the bad jumpsuit. I don't know who that is. The old fucking guy. Oh, Michael Hara. Yeah, he's bad. He's you know, corrupt, it's interesting. It's an interesting thread throughout no that uh, documentary because what he's saying throughout is is not. You could kind of see it being old school, where he was just like, "Well, you know, I I didn't uh, I didn't want to report that, stuff because I didn't." That'd I was, be one thing if he was a reporter, not if he's the guy doing it. He had kids living at his house. Yes, but you, he he makes it seem as if he cared about the children and that reporting sometimes hurts the kid's career. And you think, oh, well, he's, you know, I don't like the way he's thinking, but perhaps he's got, you know, inter- kids' interests in mind. And mm. then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, he had kids living there. And you're like, oh, well, well that's weird. Look at a Lou Pearlman. And then all of a sudden at the end, he, it, there it is, the recorded conversation of him inappropriately touching little Joey Coleman and uh, and all the and other admitting kids. It. And, yeah, and all the other kids and admitting it. So Michael Harrow was a child agent. Um, another person in this movie that figures prominently is a, a man named Marty Weiss, um, who was uh, also a despicable person and who was also caught on audio tape um one of the kids was i mean shockingly brave to be a teenager riding around in a car with this guy and recording and to the point where the guy's like are you recording this and all he would have had to do was pat that kid down i can imagine the terror in that kid but he was like no uh-uh never trust a white guy with a medallion 
Is did he have a medallion? He had that necklace on. What the hell is that? He had a necklace with like a flavor flav size medallion on it. Oh. In all the footage when he was uh grooming. Yeah. The grooming the process. should have groomed his whole nostril hair. That grooming process is is sick. It's disgusting. Here's how you nip all this in the bud. You stop letting kids act in the industry. Just cut that whole thing out. I'm sorry, Mom and Dad. You got to get a new form of income, you creeps. Stop it. Yeah. No I mean, acting. They can write. Let them write a play. You want to write something? You can do that. But you know agents. No, there's nothing. No. You can't. You just practice. When you're over 18, then you can get fucked in the ass. All right, Dave. What? This is a... This is a this is, this a, is real a comedy thing. show. It's, no, it's not a comedy show. Not the documentary. Just you know, my show, my part of the show. It's I understand, comedy. but that's. I mean, it, there there are points where you should, you know, maybe be serious about this disgusting stuff. I've got the solution. Stop letting them act. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That will nip it in the bud. I guarantee it. And like I said, what's his name? Lou Pearlman. Mm-hmm. Is he dead? Well, I, lucky for him, because I guarantee he's got a few kids up his sleeve. He might be dead or in jail. I don't remember. But New kids on the block. I think they had that uh, last word uh, rhymes with it, but not block. Okay. Uh, I feel like this is, this is like that Jimmy Seville guy in England. This shit went on for his entire career, and then he died. I think he actually was murdering kids, too. And then it came out. So there is, it is global. It is a global thing. Um, Mark Collins Rector, when they first started getting sued and Den went uh, under because I think investors were pulling out and they just mismanaged money. I mean, they had that mansion. The clips of the shows from that time are terrible. The production is terrible. Um, so he, he, Brock Pierce and Chad Shackley all fled to, uh, Spain. Now, for whatever reason, he was the only one who actually got charged with anything in the end. Recta? Yes. Because the other guys were underage. And he, uh, well, there you go. So he then, um... He pleaded guilty to, you know, a lot of shit. So they probably had way more on him. Um, But then he said that he had some sort of inoperable brain tumor and that uh, he could only get, uh, he would needed service or needed an operation that he could only get in England. So I, I feel like that, you know, is complete bullshit, but someone okayed that. And Who okays that? I don't fucking know, honestly. I don't know. How about no? You don't got to go to England for surgery, you fucking lunatic. Right. How about you just die in jail, you know, because... How about you get a lobotomy here and we just take it out that way? You fucking creep. Well, so then he he went to uh, England where he denounced his, uh, denounced his U.S. citizenship and he's in either in England and some people said he went to the Dominican Republic for a while... Uh, he is under, uh, he uses different name now. Well, he uses Mark Collins, and I think he also uses something like Morgan Von Phoenix or something. How do you not recognize that guy? He fucking looks like an alien. Yeah, he does look like an alien, and I do think he dyes his hair and might wear a wig now. So, uh, 
but he and Brian Singer must have gone to the same, they're either related or they went to the same plastic surgeon because if you look at the, from that same time period, they look exactly the same. It's weird. Yeah. You know who else looks like that? Who? Jared from Subway. Well, Jared from Subway might look like that as a... Uh, look at Jared from Subway and look at Brian Singer. They look like they could be brothers. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think Jared had any I'm just plastic saying, it's surgery. A type. There's a type. No, I think those two were weirdly connected and, and had surgery together to look alike. That's what I think. Mm. Um, it's a bunch of people in L.A. that look like that. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's plastic surgery. Then they, they all start looking the same because it's, there's like three or four plastic surgeons that get all the work, I guess. You know, it's it's very odd. But, um, I mean, you know, not for nothing, but Steven Tyler and Janice Dickinson look exactly the same. And I'm sure they share a plastic surgeon. It just is, it's what happens. You, sh- you shouldn't get plastic surgery in L.A. because um, it's... You shouldn't get plastic surgery unless it's, you know, corrective or something, you know, but, uh, it's, it's crazy out there. It is a crazy land of people and they are the loudest and they have the biggest microphone and people are just like, Oh, okay. My five-year-old wants to wear a dress. He must need hormone treatments now. I mean, it's, and, and it's absurd. It's absurd. The abuse that children go through in this country at the hands of the left, mostly, is insane. Uh, Our governor, Cuomo, just signed a bill that makes it entirely possible to uh, have an abortion at nine months. I cannot tell you how it breaks my heart how people think that abortion is fun and that it's great it's 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 not a great thing. You shouldn't be happy about it. You shouldn't be clapping for abortion. It's it's a sad thing. I, I don't understand what's happened with this country. I I just don't get it. People are so thrilled to kill and abuse and mock and rape children. I it, I'm astonished. I'm astonished by the the lack of moral compass in some people. I hear that. Except for the kids who don't move when you're walking on the side. You ever have kids, they just don't move out of the way when you're walking on the sidewalk? Like, they just have no respect for adults at all. Well, that's bad parenting. Yeah, those kids can go fucking to Hollywood in addition, okay? No, you don't wish that on anybody. Uh, Yeah, I do. All right. Well, you're a terrible person. I am, exactly. Get the fuck out of my way on the sidewalk, you little brat. Go fuck yourself. Otherwise, yeah, I care. Look, uh, uh, abused children winding up uh, overdosing and dying um, or just killing themselves in other ways is is very sad to me. Uh, And it's sadder that no one seems to give a flying fuck. It's really, it's it's crazy. Um, So I, I would say... Open Secret is a great documentary, and you and it should be seen. Uh, Dave thinks it's a little bit more dramatic, but I don't know what's more dramatic than children being abused by Hollywood predators, but okay. Um, the article from The Atlantic, which I will also link uh, down below in our show notes, is also um, something you should really read. These 
these two people started to work at Esquire, got got the big kibosh. Somebody contacted Esquire. I don't know who. And uh, someone's protecting Brian Singer because Brian Singer makes uh, billions of dollars for the industry. And uh, God bless the Atlantic for saying, you know what? We'll publish it. Yeah, you know who Brian Singer idolized? Steven Spielberg. Well, maybe that's coming out next. I don't know. I don't know. I know on Crazy Days and uh, Nights.net, they have their suspicions about uh, Steven Spielberg. Be very suspicious of nerdy Jews who are who obsessed with, with the Holocaust. Well, not not even obsessed with the Holocaust. Yes, obsessed with the Holocaust. But also who are uh, are around children a lot. I mean, I don't know that Brian Singer was obsessed with the Holocaust. I don't I know. know. He insisted that they open that comic book movie with the kid bending the steel in the concentration camp. Right. But that, is that obsessed with the Holocaust? I think he made it his mission to put that in the movie. All right. Well, maybe he is obsessed with the Holocaust. I don't know. I mean, there are... There yeah, are, I think he is. I think, it's a com- I think he has a complex. I think the very complex that Hitler had against Jews who bullied him is the reverse effect that it has on people like Brian Singer. I mean, that could be true, but Brian Singer's, I think he's uh, younger than us, right? So I, I don't he's know. He's warped. That, he's definitely warped. He's a fucking criminal, and he hopefully will be in jail. doesn't um, matter that he's younger than us. He wouldn't have fought to put, to put that scene in the, as the opening of that movie, whatever I, movie it was. I'm just saying was. that there are people who are younger than us who don't understand about the Holocaust, and, and They're not it's not a big Jews. deal. It's not a big deal to them. He's a nerdy Jew. Anyway, so... That's what I'm saying. Judd Apatow. Be very suspicious of a man like Judd Apatow, who at every every chance he has, he's going to try and crucify Bill Cosby. I think the man has something in his closet. He just fits the type. I'm telling you. He might. He might fit the type. And he did work with children in that Freaks and Geeks show. That nigga fits the type. But those, those kids have never come out and said anything. Or has maybe Busy Phillips did? Ain't nobody gonna yap a towel on Apatow. He's got th- the crap a towel. I think Busy Phillips said something about James Franco on that show. Busy Phillips, she can keep her mouth a little less busy. Well, I mean, if she was if she felt like she was uh, accosted somehow, then she should be able to say it. James Franco, uh-huh. he don't fit the type. He was on Freaks and Geeks. Seth Rogen, now he fits the type. I know, but James, there are a lot of things about James Franco with underage girls. Um, yeah, the man's attractive. All right. Anyway, um, it's a it's a problem. Same with Danny Masterson. Uh, did Did you get your shots? All right. That's the other thing. But let me just, uh, I want to talk further about those three guys, uh, Mark uh, Rector's Collins and Brock Pierce. Brock Pierce went on to be a big proponent of Bitcoin and is involved with Bitcoin. Uh-huh. But prior to that, uh, he was involved or maybe is still involved with IGE. Now, if you're a uh, an RPG gamer, MMORPG gamer, you recognize them as gold sellers. Uh, so he got involved with that and uh, also bought Alakazam. Well, he's a Russian bot. Which is a, a website that I used all the time when I played Final Fantasy uh, Eleven, and WoW. Um, so he he was he is uh, one of those tech guys who comes up with ideas that uh, the gaming community was not a fan of buying gold in any game, but there are super casual people who um, 
who don't give a shit and will just buy gold and they don't care what it does to the in-game economy because they just are there to have their fun. So IGE was not a, a beloved company. Now this is Brock Pierce you're talking about? Yes, but it is also said that Collins Rector was a silent partner in that. So, um, yeah, so he's got all this Bitcoin in Spain. So, yeah, there's shit going down. Uh, shit those guys going. are still out there uh, doing the, doing their weird businesses where they're just trying to get money and uh, make money off of other people who are, you know, more like a victim. So uh, I thought it was interesting that IGE uh, at some point employed Steve Bannon. Um, I'd... Uh, I don't think he knew, uh, this was in the early 2000s, I don't think he knew uh, what their deal was. Probably 2006 or so, whatever. There was, you know, I don't know that Steve Steve Bannon was combing the internet for information on Brock Pierce at that time. Uh, He may have, I don't know. I don't know if Steve Bannon would uh, or wouldn't do that sort of thing, but it was interesting that he at some point was brought into IGE um, I don't know if it was briefly or not, but, uh, yeah, another Hollywood pedophile that seems to be, um, have some sort of weird protection shield, regardless of the stories out there is R. R. Kelly. And now there's a huge documentary out about him on Lifetime that we have not seen yet, but we should. Can you, the physical abuse? God, I can't take another day. I can't do this anymore. It shouldn't happen. Why didn't anyone notice? We all noticed. No one cared because we were black girls. I'm sorry. It's okay. Surviving R. Kelly, a three-night event, premieres Thursday, January 3rd on Lifetime. Seems like people have known about him for a long time. Yeah, well, he... He... He peed on... Girls, he. I think he kept girls at his house, or keeps girls at his house, and then he has that weird music from fucking Egypt. He's very bad man. Where he's that song is absurd. I got it. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? America, America. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? America, America, America. 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 I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure what the hell that was. He was... I, all his music to me is terrible. People say he's great. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And that, do you have your shots? Do you have your passport? You want to come uh, with Rob to America? That's like some sort of a bad Saturday Night Live parody. I, I don't understand. I mean, maybe it's a song that 
It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But maybe in Egypt, they really care about their shots. I don't know. No, well, I don't know. What kind of shots are they getting? Why do you need shots to come to America? Well, in Egypt, they got some fucked up shit. You know, Zika, malaria, Egypt carrier, all kinds of stuff. The Nile virus, West Nile virus. I don't know. They got the Nile. They got stuff that the Tussin does not cure. I guess. I guess that's what they get their shots for. I, I don't know. I would think that they would... Uh, maybe they need their shots so they don't get something. Their immunities are so bad, they need their shots. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, Is that a precursor to, to going out with someone? Because I never asked that. If, do, have you, do you have your passport or your shots? Yeah, at least the shots part. A passport, I can understand. It's very weird. It's it's very odd. And then he did that other rock opera thing that people wanted to say was great. And it is, it is so bad. It should be an MST3K uh, series. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I don't mean, understand it is awful. Some Tyler Perry shit. Yeah, and it's like you know, it's and you have people who get paid money to tell you how great it is. And the and the the sheeple out there are like, yeah, it is great. I am enjoying this. No, you're not. It's shitty. It's the new off-Broadway play, Older Man, Younger Woman, live at the Beacon. Was there really a... Some shit like that, oh yeah. God. Like all, all black shows. Oh, my God. The worst. Well, I don't know if that was the worst. Yeah, it but was pretty bad. Older Was it Older Man, Younger Woman? Yeah, it was like, Older Man, Younger Woman, was, live at the Beacon. Was Your Arms Too Short to Box with God also one of those? No, that was made by a Jew. Oh, okay. I didn't know. That was like a Norman Lear situation. And what was the one with you take human bites? <laughs> What's that? Take human bites. It was a one of those one of those ads for uh, an off Broadway play. I, I forget what it was, but at some point in the commercial, I guess you were supposed to see how funny it was. This woman yells out, "Take human bites!" Oh Jesus! I'll yeah, have I to don't find recall it. that, but that's very good. It's very good. This was and this was what in the seventies those those weird off Broadway plays. Yeah, that's another thing. This is. Uh, I mean, the Beacon still does those. I think. I don't know what this is. It seems like they were sold out, and I can't imagine who it appeals to. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But that was the Upper West Side back then, so that was a. It was a way different neighborhood, so maybe that was the uh, the whole thing. Um, I'm not even going to ask you what you give this documentary because. I give the documentary, uh, uh, I would give it a, well, okay, uh, for material, I will give it a nine. Uh-huh. Uh, for ability to convey a story, I'm going to give it a six. So I'd say that's about a six and a half or seven. What, what, the, what do you mean the ability to convey a story? Did you not? Yeah, it's like a seven. All right. I'm not what? I'm going to give this uh, documentary a 9 out of 10. Uh, it is enlightening. It exposes a lot of shit about Hollywood. It shows you the process that these poor kids go through. Um, and and it, it lets you know that this is why children of uh, Hollywood child stars, a lot of the time, wind up in, uh, you know, in, in a shitty life situation, the Gary Coleman's, the Webster's, all these kids, they don't just, they just don't happen. They just don't say, oh, all of a sudden this is a child star. All of these weird predators have gotten their hands on them. Uh, 
and and force them to do stuff and say it's normal. This is what you're supposed to do. This is how this is how you uh, react with your manager. One of the kids on the documentary said that they the guy showed him videos of a manager with kid clients, and he said, "Oh, this is what this is normal. This is what you do with your with your manager." Um, I forget which one which kid it was, but it, it was uh, it's absurd. It's just it's disgusting that people like this are existing. And like you said, there's probably many many more, and I can't wait till. More of them get uh, revealed and hopefully get the justice they uh, they deserve. What about that guy, Brian Peck? Brian Peck, what a great example of uh, somebody who was a convicted pedophile. He's still working to this day. Still works. Was even in the special features section of the X-Men movie with Brian Singer. Co-narrative. Af- after his conviction. Brian Prick. Was in the movie, acting as if this is a regular, okay thing. So uh, it's, it is everywhere in Hollywood. And uh, look, if you're listening and you are in Hollywood, you better check your friends list. You better start Googling. Uh, see what you can see because, you know, they're out there and they're everywhere. Creepy weirdos. They are fucking creepy weirdos. Anyway, uh, this has been episode number 37 of the Middle-Aged Cool Kids Super Terrific Podcast featuring your pals... David Shockey. Oh. What? Yeah, what the hell? All right. And uh, I would say uh, I have the links to the documentary, to the article, and um, to the R. Kelly song below. Um so you can check those out uh, at our website, middleagecoolkids.com. Thank you once again for listening. We do appreciate your, um, what is it? Just investing their time to... Your attention li- span. Oh, I, I, let me just say one thing. Uh-huh. Uh, John Witherspoon. John okay? Witherspoon. Now that man is funny. Who's that? He is the older black gentleman in all the funny comedies. I see. Okay. Um, Dave? Yeah. This show was about child abuse? I'm just trying to add a little levity. Okay. John Witherspoon. Okay, everyone. John and if you want some blues, Jimmy Witherspoon. All right. The Witherspoons are apparent. The Witherspoons are apparently. Uh, a breath of fresh air. A breath of fresh air. So uh, if you need some eye and ear bleach after discussions of child uh, rape then perhaps the Witherspoons are your go-to uh, Yeah. You know, hoes, need, hoes need cake, too. I'm sorry, what did you say? I said hoes need cake, too. That's why he invented hoe cake. Oh, I see. Well, there you go. Hoe cake. All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, and we will see you next time, international audience. Goodbye. Take human bites. <laughs>